What up? What up? What up? It's Rec League Podcast, man. My name is Randy Little. Y'all know that. Uh, for those of you that don't, we discuss movies out here. Uh, and the movies we discussing on this episode, we react to a couple trailers, Bottoms and Expendables 4, E-Sig, J. Merritt, Rocket, myself. That's how we get down. We uh, discuss Universal Pictures, Universal Studios, and how they fumbled, just fumbled in the past week at the goal line. Um, and then, and then this is your heads up. Forty-eight seconds into this episode, this is your heads up. If you have not seen Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, go watch it, and then come back and show us some love. Watch this episode. Because we are talking spoilers, nothing is off limits. Speaking of showing us some love, though, if you're on YouTube, hit that thumbs up, hit that thumbs down, give give us some give us some comments, react. You know what I mean? Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, Spotify for Podcasters, Breaker, Stitcher, wh- wherever you're listening to Rec League Podcast, hit it, hit us with a rating. One star, five stars, somewhere in between, man. It's all feedback. It's all love. It's all appreciated. Uh, upcoming theatrical releases. First, hold on. First, theatrical releases that have come out since the last episode, the weekend of the second, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And then this past weekend, the, uh, the story of the invention of the Flamin' Hot Cheeto. Flaming Hot is on Hulu, and then Transformers Rise of the Beast is in the theater. This upcoming weekend, June 16th, Stupid Fat, The Blackening, um, The Flash, Elemental, all in the theater. Extraction 2 with Chris Hemsworth is on Netflix. Um, Asteroid City from Wes Anderson gets a wide release, and the weekend of the 23rd, Oh, it gets a limited release. The weekend of the 23rd, Asteroid City gets a wide release. Uh, also, no hard, no hard Feelings, the comedy starring Jennifer Lawrence comes out. The tra- Man, the, those trailers look funny. And for a comedy, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. Hopefully, it's a good thing. Um, on physical media, Tuesday, May the 30th, we got 65... Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, A Good Person, and Spinning Gold. This past Tuesday, we got Renfield with Nicholas Holt and Nicholas Cage as Dracula. We got Tulsa King, the uh, Paramount Plus show starring Sylvester Stallone. And also, this past Tuesday, despite what Blu-ray.com says, despite what Universal Pictures themselves say, Tuesday, June the 6th, was the physical media release date for the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, everybody across the country, maybe across the world, bought this movie that that was that was checking for it, and then and then Universal come out on that day and say, "Hey guys, it comes out next week." Like, nah, take that L. Um, but upcoming this Tuesday, we got the Post Exorcist, we got Sweetwater, and we got a uh, Man from Toronto, Kevin Hart, Woody Harrelson movie that was on Netflix last summer. Uh, the Tuesday before the next episode, finally, on some 
maniacal. James Cameron, shit. Six months later, we're getting a physical for Avatar, The Way of Water. And then uh, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant also comes out. But like I said, if you haven't seen Across the Spider-Verse, last chance. Get the fuck out of here. Watch it. Come back. Because in 10 seconds, we start in this spoiler discussion. Rec League Podcast. Alright, man. Back at it. Uh, I know y'all seen the title of the episode, so y'all know what the primary topic is today. But it was some stuff that I wanted to point out first. Uh, did y'all watch the trailer for Bottoms Rocket? Yes. What you think? <laughs> I some wacky high school. It, it kind of reminded me like like football players versus like the nerds slash cheerleaders. It was kind of weird. Like I seen it. Marshawn Lynch, he must need money because man, he's he's in there. I was laughing. I was like, I when I saw that, I'm like, okay, now I gotta check this out. Not because it looks good, but just <laughs> see how bad it is. But it is. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I don't think it's gonna be bad. Hmm. I was dying. And then, like, Marshawn Lynch playing a teacher, talking to these high school girls about mm-hmm. cunnilingus. Yep. It was funny. Yeah. So who all watched the um, the explicit trailer? Because that's the one I watched. Yeah, that's... <clears throat> man, it's it's going to be trying to, I guess, usher the American pastel movie into the 2020s. Yeah, good. Yeah, we need more R-rated comedy. Like comedy has been scarce yeah, over like the past yeah. ten years. I had yeah, three true. parts watching the trailer. Three. Spit that shit. Stick with me here. Clueless. Friday Night Lights. American Pie. I watched the trailer and I thought about all three of those at one time. Like I, I was watching That's it. Not and off. I'm like, I'm like, and a little, a little bit of book smart. Clueless. That kind of remind me of Friday Night Lights. That kind of remind me of, like, you know what I mean? I had those three thoughts. Uh, I think it's going to suck. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> but, but I think, like, it's going to be one of those movies that you're going to be like, yeah, that was trash, but I laughed my ass. Like, I laughed at yeah. it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, If I go to terrible. a comedy and I laugh, I'm not calling that shit trash. No, nah, yeah. it can still be trash, bro. I mean, it can what still was it? be trash. The football players didn't even change their clothes. They were always in uniform, whether in class, in gym. Yeah, that's funny. Hey, bro, maybe like, all them scenes was like on a Friday. You know, they was in uniform on game day. Not pads or nothing, but they was in their uniform on game days and their jersey on game days. That shit looked terrible, but I'm going to watch it. I'm you probably going to be laughing at some stuff, but it's going to be terrible. But you know what's like, funny? I remember saying that. I honestly legitimately legitimately remember saying that for a certain movie in the in the 2000s i saw the trailer for it like what the point of it was well, 20 years was... old so just spit that shit what <laughs> in the 2000s it was 20 years ago what movie was it it's super bad you thought the super bad trailers were bad no the trailer i saw it didn't click with me then again i was on a bad date when i saw it no so bro probably, but... seth rogan <laughs> seth rogan said mclovin you sound like a sexy yeah. cheeseburger and then that shit wasn't in the movie? It was funny. It's just, I don't know what it was. It was a, a teaser trailer. Something didn't click. I do remember that. But now that's uh, that's the, what, that's got to be the standard for the, the high school yeah. movie. Yeah. 
21st century. Uh, listen, listen, I'm I'm in, I'm, I'm going to say my my racist comment of the video. Oh shit. <laughs> I yeah, Randy knows this. Like I I don't do I don't do white people stupid funny, man. I can't I, <laughs> I struggle what? with that. But you, I I struggle I struggle with the white people funny, But man. you did I watch do, Cocaine man. Bear. That shit was terrible. To, <laughs> to you. That was terrible. I when, when you told me the idea he was like, yeah, cocaine bear, some helicopter, dropped some cocaine. Based on true events. Got it, he got high. I said, man, that's some white people shit. That's going to be stupid. Right, that's Based on true events. <laughs> I still yeah, think the best no- high, school, high school movie is Porky's. Mm. As far as raunchy, high school comedy? Yeah, raunchy, yeah. As far Old. as raunchy, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could say one, but that was college. Um, Revenge of the Nerds. That's a, that yeah that's yeah y'all yeah. old we get it. <laughs> hey everybody ain't one born in 1996, man. <laughs> Neither was <Shit>. I, fool. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, but it, it could be. I think it's on a fence with this. Um, the bottoms. It could be. I think it'd be really good. It's gonna be terrible. I don't think it's gonna be any gray area with that. I think it's yeah. gonna be quirky, funny. I think yeah. I think you'll be able to watch it one time and get some laughs out of it and move on. Yeah. I agree. All right. Another trailer that that movie could definitely go either side of the fence. And Eric, don't correct me. I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> Expendables 4. I'm 37 years old. I'm not no Jeremy Johns out here trying to say expend four bulls. Because you know that's what <laughs> motherfuckers is going to be out here trying to say. Expend four bulls. Expendables uh. 4. It's been what nine years since Expendables God, three, which no, really? was kind of mid on its own. But yeah, uh, the the director the director is solid. I think he's the dude that did Need for Speed and um, what's that like found footage war movie that that he did Scott Wall. Uh, oh yeah, Metal oh, Metal yeah, of Valor or some shit. Yeah, that's it. Um, Valor, I, Act of Valor, Act of Valor. Act that's of Valor. it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Statham is back. You got 50 Cent plugging in for Terry Crews. I heard Stallone yeah. is in a limited role. Randy Couture is in there. It's like they went. They was like the the the. the, about, the, the it's 50 Cent being the same. Not the same character. Totally He's a new no, character. Right, character. Right, okay, yeah. But uh, it's like like but all the black guy is what you're saying. Basically. But they 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 kind of went the route of the first two more OGs than not. There's there's some new characters in there. I think mm-hmm. is is Eco Uwais the villain? If he's the villain, he might be the best villain of all four movies. Well, to be honest, I think um it's a tall not a tall order. Van Damme it has easily is the, has best to be the best villain. In yeah, I agree. that's a fact. I agree. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that fight scene, um, Jason Statham, man, that could be. That could be pretty, um, pretty good. And yeah, who is it? It's um Tony Jaws in it too, right? Tony Jaws, I think yep. so. Yeah. But yeah, what happened to? Um, I'm surprised they bring Wesley back. I guess they could only have one black. So, um, <laughs> right? Like, they could, they could have brought back Antonio Banderas. They could have brought back a couple of the uh, Jet Li, yeah. a couple of the other older guys. Yeah, he was actually one of the better parts of that. He was the comic relief with Antonio Banderas. Yeah, um, yeah. Because he was trying to be um, like you were born in 1985. Like, of course. Well, it's like 
the first Expendables was like way too serious. And then two, uh-huh. it was just like it wasn't really good, but it was the best that they could cook. And then three yeah. was just like, let's make it PG thirteen and bring in younger characters and And he admitted Stallone that that was a huge nah, mistake. Bro. Yeah. I think four is gonna be good though. I think this one, like I watching so. the trailer, it's like, yeah, I think they're gonna show up. I think this one's yeah. good. Do you all remember with part three? It was one of I wasn't even looking for it, and I got it. It was one of the biggest modern um, leaks of um, when it, um, mm. yeah, it leaked, and I, I had it was like a pristine like HD version. It, um, it got leaked. Expendables three. Mm. And, um, I that, remember that. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't like go to the movies because they didn't have to. Like yeah, my I boys, like, yeah. But that was other than that, uh, other reasons why that movie didn't do well. But but yeah, it's it's affordables. When um, hey. it's gonna be, it should be. <laughs> it's like I, like I told Randy, you know, off camera. It's one of those movies you got to turn your brain off and just stuff your face with food and watch it. Like mm-hmm. yeah. It, I knew I knew what this franchise was was I think in Expendables too when Arnold Schwarzenegger ripped the car door off that little whatever Mini Cooper car. I was yeah. like, oh boy. So I mean, but like uh, Randy said, with Part Two, they were having fun. They were trading yeah. each other catchphrases, and, and you're like, yeah. Now, when he ripped the door off, like you said, Sean, you're like, um, my shoe was bigger than this car, yeah. <laughs> and he is like, uh, like, like you've been back enough. I'll be back. Bruce Willis saying that to Arnold. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. It's fan service the way fan service is supposed to be. And Chuck yeah. Norris, man, doing a Chuck Norris joke in a movie. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Also yeah. in Expendables 3, there's an actor there, hot name now, hot name now, but the actor was in Expendables 3, Glenn Powell. Oh, yeah. Mm. Forget about that. He was in that one. Yeah, one of his um, early, earlier um, talking roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Liam was it Liam Hemsworth in that one? He was in the two. second one. Second one, that's what it was, okay. Yeah, he was the spoiler sacrifice. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's eleven years old, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> uh next. Just 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 a little something I wanna I wanna put out there. I w- I wanna give a huge shout out to Universal Pictures. Y'all screw the pooch, fumble the bag, completely fucked up on the physical release of the, to date, biggest movie of the year. How mm-hmm. in the actual fuck did y'all let Super Mario Brothers come out to buy in stores, 4K, Blu-ray, DVD, whatever the fuck, and then and with, with no heads up? I know y'all like to give like short term. Hey, in two weeks, Jurassic Park, Minions, whatever, whatever, whatever is coming out. But it wasn't shit for Mario. And the day that shit come out, y'all want to say, hey, it's coming out next week. Bitch, we already bought it. Got it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. And for people who don't know, it, it's definitely the studio's fault. Because the studio is, obviously, it's their movie. They set the date. And then they talk to the distributor. The distributor sends the uh, movies to the stores. So if the stores get the product, guess what? Stores like to make money. They're going to put it on the shelf. So it's not exactly. the store's fault. And so it, it was all jacked up. And even with um, 
it happened with John Wick too, because yeah, yeah, I got that already. John Wick four. Some movie like Lionsgate might have fucked up. Some movies do be like, cause John Wick had a June thirteenth release date announced. So last yeah. minute they was like, "Fuck yeah. it!" Like it's John Wick. It's one of the best movies of the year. Let's just put it out on Friday. Yeah, and that movie also, said it was for, just showing Mario though. For like, yeah, it was still like a um, mix. It. it was like number five in the box. Yeah, office. it's yeah, it's still so, making money. I was thinking about it, and I was like, "Why would they do that? Why would they fuck it up?" And honestly, truthfully, it could be one of those things where like, "Yo, we're still making money at the movie theaters with this movie." Maybe people will still go see it if we don't, you know. I mean, there's I no know, law. Man. Like, they, they dictate when it comes out to purchase physically. Like, it's not like no matter what, it was coming out next Thursday, next Tuesday or whatever. Yeah. Like, if, if it was up, because Scream, Paramount set that date for July. You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't made yeah. money in a month. Right. They might have been, been shocked that it did. They, they might have not thought it was going to do as well as it did in the theaters. Really. And now it's like, just oh, let's, let's see how far we can let this go, like type of thing. I don't know, man. It's been over a year and with these like the, short term the heads up from them. Yeah, the I think it's, a, it's probably it's something a, like that. a clerical issue or something. I think it's just yeah. as stupid as that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mario was good though. Mm-hmm. Mario was yeah, good. for sure. Mario was good. That was fan service. You talking about fan service? That was fan service all the yeah. way through. That was yeah. dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Done yeah. well. But it's, mark my word, the, the Peaches song will be nominated for an Oscar. It better be. <laughs> little kid, little kids dressing up like Bowser and getting bro. down at the fucking recital. Yeah. That song was, that was terrible. That was classic. That was classic. No. But that's the point. It's not meant to be a good song. I know, <laughs> I know, man. I know. It's meant to be bro. a stalkerish. It's a Jack Black song. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious oh man but it's, yeah, it's come like, imagine so, Jack Black at the Oscars performing his song oh he better oh man he better in costume yeah be <laughs> he, he better be with, with the little kid from the video that's going around oh man <laughs> Barry, he just... yo but it's like didn't that kid win though didn't that little kid win he better have oh yeah the competition yeah I don't yeah he, like he better, have, yeah. Like I think they said the audience starts singing it with him or something that he won. I think. Yeah, yeah, they were clapping and waving their hands like a concert, getting busy. <laughs> uh, What's the name? It's like yeah. Mario and this movie that we about to spend the next hour and a half talking about. It's like it went to like the Avengers Endgame school of fan service. It's like the fan service didn't deviate from the plot, didn't distract you from what was going on. Like oh. it incorporated this shit into pushing the story forward. Feel me? Because segue, maybe my best segue of all time. It's yeah. like when you are watching Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse and you see anything, anything in this movie, it just kept the shit going. Like, this shit was so good. Mm-hmm. But what I wanted to start with is Rocky Raccoon. Where do you rank across the Spider Verse among all the Spider Man movies, mm. and why is it number one? <laughs> I think I'll put I'll say this: oh, it's shit. hard to be 
hard, it's hard to make a sequel that's better than the first. And I definitely think this did that. And that says a lot. Because that first one was phenomenal. Special. And to... This is the Empire Strikes Back of Star Wars in the sense. Because when Star Wars first came out, some you know, nobody seen stuff like that, whatever. At the end of the day, Empire Strikes Back topped it. And Star Wars was still good. Same thing with this. I will say this. If Beyond the Spider-Verse comes out and it's just as good, this has got to be one of the best trilogies for a comic book in, in history. <laughs> for character. Because at the end of the day, it's like... I'm excited to see what the third one is about. To me, this, the top two Spider-Man movies, to me, is, and I know you got the Marvel ones, you know, got the Tom McGuire, the Andrew Garfields. It's this one, and then Into the Spider-Verse. Then it's the first Tom McGuire one. Like, that one keeps on getting dropped, because I think, you know, what they're doing with this character, <laughs> Miles Morales, is insane. Remember, if you think about it, it all started off a of SNL skit. You know, <laughs> that's how it started. You know, with you know, with Glover playing a little kid in a Spider-Man costume. All that—that's how it got created. And at the end of the day, you know, Lord and Miller got to give props to them. Yeah. You know, now looking back, hindsight is twenty-twenty. I wish, you know. Lucas Films would have left them on that solo movie. Now I want to see what that would have looked like. Yeah, you know, it's it's the way I see it right now. Oscars, it's gonna be the best animated movie of the year. Just give they're gonna win that. And I'll tell you this right now, I say it's bullshit if they don't get nominated for best picture, because you can't tell me okay. there's gonna be yeah. ten, ten. If there's ten more movies better than this. Then we're gonna have a hell of a year at the theater. See, yeah. that's where there you go. It's animated, so that might be a plus. But it's comic book, and the lead is a minority. The Oscars are old ass white people. That shit is not getting Man. the best picture nomination. Bro, like I'm a minority. That's the minority trifecta. That's <laughs> piss off the people at the Oscars. That needs to yeah. get nominated. That needs to. I mean, if you if you're a true critic. If you're a true critic, as people they say at the Oscars and all that, you cannot deny this thing had emotion. Yeah, yeah, it, it did. had nostalgia in a sense. Yeah, it did with the old Spider-Man movies. Yeah, it had fan service, but like we're all saying, like Randy, you said it moved the story along. They even mentioned, like you heard it in the trailers, so you know he he references Doctor Strange. And the little nerdy guy. You know what I mean? So he's referenced yeah. Tom Holland there. So it's all connected. They even went to live action in certain scenes with the spot. I mean, yeah. so I mean, I mean, come on now. In the bodega. Yeah, speaking of which, how many people do y'all think didn't get that reference, didn't recognize who she was when they did that scene with the spot from um the Venom movie? I'm like, oh, that's, that's that was funny. Dummies. Then he grabbed a pack of gum and said Venom in. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, yeah. it's, all, it's all connected. <laughs> but at, at the end of the day, this is to me, as of now, in the rankings of all Spider-Man movie, Marvel, the old Sony ones, Amazing Spider-Man, this is number one, Into the Spider versus number two. And at this rate, like I said, even if Beyond the Spider-Verse is even at the level of Into, 
best comic book trilogy of all time. Yeah, yeah, it could definitely, it could definitely get there. It was like before we even got the title card, the whole intro with Gwen and her dad got me emotional. Yeah, like this Gwen, Gwen Stacy, Spider Gwen, whatever, whatever we call her, bro. That her whole story was just as important to this movie as Miles. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes this movie great. It's because we all know Miles Morales is the main character. We get it. It's yeah. a story. But when you bring in Gwen and she's part of that, and then you got Miguel played by, you know, it's, it's, you have two characters who are side characters, but also are co-main characters. You know, and he's played by Oscar Isaac. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's all brought in together. It's so you have three characters. You have Gwen, you have Miguel. Everybody knows this. Miles is the man, and he's basically a kind of like a, a sub star in his own movie. But it all works. Yeah. Like Randy, you said twenty minutes into the movie, and then the title hit. That's how you start a movie. Yeah. But it's like that's how you get people sucked in. It's been what a year and a half in between movies. Miles obviously missed Gwen. He drawing her and shit. She's in her universe doing her thing, Spider-Gwen. She's a loner. She's, like, raging mm-hmm. out on the drums because she can't, ex- like, talk about her feelings to nobody. And then she get recruited by the Spider Society. She disobey orders, go see her homie, which we know they both crushing on each other. Mm-hmm. And then... And then and then all of that shit come out to Miles, and then he feeling betrayed, man. Like, like bro, this shit was so deep. Mary spit yeah. something. I know you busting at the seams. I'm about to go in, so I don't really know what to tell you. <laughs> Yo, so the day before I saw the movie, right? I call Randy up. I'm like, bro, we about to get the greatest movie of the year. I feel it, right? And then, and he's like, man, I'm not trying to put too much pressure on it because, you know, and I'm like, and I'm telling him, I'm like, bro, because Guardians was, was so good, cuz, like, what am I supposed Guardians to say? Was, and we had just seen Guardians, too, so that kind of, you know what I mean? And I'm like, nah, bro, this is going to be the best movie of the year, bro. Like, I'm like a date, because you have to think the first one was so good, right? And anytime you create something, you see the mistakes that you make, right? You find the holes, the mistakes, whatever you make. And I'm like, bro, for them to find the holes, mistakes they made in the first one and apply it to this... It's no way this movie's not going to be incredible. It's a continuous story. And when you do animated comic book stuff, it's easier for you to paint the pictures than it is live action. Live action, you have to dial back things. Yeah. In animated movies, you don't. I knew this movie was going to show up, right? And I called Brandon and I told him, I was like, after we saw, after I saw it, I was like, this movie really didn't even have an ending for it to be the best movie of the year the best movie so far of the duo nah, and it did, uh, when you watch infinity war when you watch infinity war right there was a definitive ending like he snapped people went away and it ended and then we were left like damn what's right. gonna happen now right with this movie they pretty much it showed it showed the scenario we're going to be dealing with in the next movie, sure, right? Then it goes to a scene where it shows Gwen had put the team together, and then the movie go off. You're literally sitting there like, is that it? Like, you leave the... When, in Infinity War, you were like, 
oh, what the fuck is going to happen? You left this movie like, hold on, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. It's gonna end there. Like what kind of? Yeah. That's not like, to be man. continued. Rocket hit that shit yeah. on the head though. It's literally, it's literally, the Empire Strikes Back in animated form. Han Solo encased in the carbonite. Like fuck. Like we gotta save him. Miles is is you know on on, on the uh, on the punching bag, looking at his fucking braided up doppelganger. <laughs> and and yeah, she she put the squad together, but she don't know where he's at. So it's like it's right. it's so much riding on this last movie. But I look at it I, I like I like what my man said, but I look at it like this is obviously we we have a trilogy, right? We already know that there's another part to this movie, right? From the first movie, if you if you look at it, because I rewatched the first movie and then I watched this, and then and then I watched the first movie at because now my daughter is like addicted to Spider Man, so I'm watching it all the time now. <laughs> but when you watch it now, the in the first movie, not the very first scene, but the as soon as he gets to school, the first person he's connected to is Gwen, right? He Literally. touches her; they're stuck together, which is absolutely a you know what i mean they get stuck together right that's a whole thing it starts like that right and then they're never it's always an a b thing for them right it's always an a b thing and then you see this movie so i say all that to say the first movie was an introduction to miles and gwen right this second movie to me watching it watching it this was a gwen movie this was gwen's movie the second movie is gwen's movie and the third movie is miles movie that's how I look at it. Like both, the first movie was kind of both for that movie. The second movie, because you think about it, this movie opened with Gwen, right? But is it going to be it Prowler with, Miles movie? Uh, I think it, I think, but whatever Miles, it's going to be a Miles movie though. Is what I'm saying. The third one. This second one though was more of a Gwen movie. It was more Gwen's emotions. We got to see Gwen at home, and the the way they did that her like her um home is attached to her emotions was incredible. Like the way they did that, like when she was sad, her home was blue, when she cheered up, it was reds. And you know what I'm saying? Like the way they did that was incredible. And the thing that they did so amazing in this movie, because I was telling Randy, the, the way the comic book look that they gave the first movie they did it 10 times better in this movie when you start looking at the frames. And then also, they didn't waste one scene. Like, they didn't waste one frame of these. Like, every frame of this had some kind of Easter egg or something telling in it. Like, every, like we would have to pause this movie every second to catch something. Whether it's just something written or something they pop up or a color or whatever. It's, everything matters in this movie. Donald Incredible. Lover. Incredible. There's no way we're getting anything better than that this year. There's no way. I'll, I will say this. I just looked it up. The movie's two hours and 20 minutes. It doesn't feel like that. Nah. Because, mm-hmm. like we were saying earlier, and Mary hit on the head, it opens up with Gwen. That's 20 minutes. That's that half hour extra. The minute the title card hits, you got two hours left. That movie sucks you in right away. Gwen so, is almost in every scene. If you think yeah. about it, absolutely, she's almost in every scene, and it closes with Gwen. Every scene. Yeah. This is. It, it was like this was her movie. This movie was yep. yeah. her movie. 
Every scene, every scene was about her. Even his drawings in the notebooks was drawings of her. Everything about this movie was about Gwen. Gwen joins the team, right? Jen, I mean, um, Gwen defies defies the team. Everything about this movie was about Gwen. If you if you really put it in perspective, you know what I mean? Like it's crazy. But how about this? I give you one. I'll one up that way. Um, everything you said about Gwen is true. So Gwen, Miles, and Spider-Man, played by um, the actor Jake, I forget his last name. Mm -hmm. Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. So think about something they have in common um, common with their story threads. And the movie is about that. What is that? Another, I've I've mentioned this in my review, Randy know where I'm going. And um, what they have in common? It's one word. Vin Diesel says it a lot. Family. Family, and I think that's um, the movies. You know, the movies. <laughs> Instead of talking about it, be about it. And like Mary yeah. was saying, the movie opens up. Um, I guess slight spoilers. Gwen and her father. All spoilers. Have, Fuck that shit. Cool. Then you have Miles and his parents, and um, the Jake um, Johnson um, Spider Man has a child now. Got back with Mary mm-hmm. Jane. Yeah, and back with Mary Jane, they're together, and that's a that's another. Uh, element of uh, the whole plot that's yep another that's, tab, that's, yep. th- that's really strong and the spider people you know are and 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 and, and, and Miguel lost his family yes yep. and also about that um details this movie is, is real great with that you notice when um yeah Miguel lost his family and the the prowler mouse notice when he talks um he has a more of a pronounced accent because yep. his mother has raised him and because his father's not there anymore, and that, so that's he don't a have little the black culture, right? Yeah, little touches like that are just, you know, awesome. And you all mentioned um, the animation they, with the first movie. Before you go, real quick, go the, the way the way that they the way they emphasize that too is the scene, like a couple scenes before that, he had a B in Spanish, right? Remember, yeah, uh-huh. remember before yeah, it is so they, everything is yeah. But they so they tried to tell you that that was coming, like. You're gonna be able to clearly tell the difference. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? All right, go ahead. Man. No, for, for, no, you're right. Foreshadowing. You know, it's it's a lot of that. Apparently, and Miles' mom in different universe had different color eyes. She mm, does. She had yeah, green. The, the one that Gwen talked to had green eyes, or mm-hmm. whatever. Then peeps that. That's yeah. a. But that that goes one of my point with the details. And going back to the first movie, um, you know they do this a lot. So when um. Miles is learning how the scene where he's learning how to swing and um, the Spider-Man, Jake Spider-Man. So there's this thing in animation called animating in twos and animating in ones. Mm. Miles' Spider-Man is more jerky because he's um, he's less experienced. experienced. And Jake Spider-Man is more smooth. He's been animated. And so animating in twos, you animate every other frame. Animating in ones mm. is this more smoother motion. And they're using both of those techniques at one time and and with both of these characters and little stuff like that, you wouldn't notice, you don't know that you're seeing it, but you're seeing it. Right. And stuff like that is what makes, yeah, just, and going to the, going to the ranking. So my personal favorite Spider-Man's and a lot of people, um, live action is Spider-Man two. The first Spider-Man is still great. It's number two now. And, um, my, my top three on my personal list, Funny enough, it says a lot are all sequels. It's the Spider-Man 2 for me, 
It's this one, the one we're talking about, the, the new um, Spider-Verse Spider movie. Mm -hmm. yeah, what's that? You got the Amazing Spider-Man 2 that high? Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Toby Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. Uh, uh. No, but um, I don't know what it is no about home. these, these Spider-Man movies that are why they're so good, even because Spider-Man 3... Is it a terrible movie or is it just not as good? Both. It's a bunch of stuff. And it's, the stuff that don't work is the studio's fault because they force characters mm -hmm. in there. Yeah. And But Sam Raimi still does what he could do with what he had. And I you yeah. know, give him that. It's not an unwatchable movie. It's not terrible like um, uh, Morbius, is it? It's pretty fucking close. <laughs> I like it. Merritt knows, bro. I told, I told Merritt and Jake a couple weeks ago. Raimi Spider-Man 3 is the suicide squad of the 2000s. It, it gets worse every time I see it. That's un yeah, that's that's understandable. And they, they try to fix it a bit. It's just little stuff they take out the, the producer's cut. I don't know if y'all ever seen that. It's, nah. It doesn't really do anything. But but now back to this movie. Um, Like, yeah, this has the potential to be one of the greatest trilogies, any genre. See, I, I, what I love about this, these movies, the N2 and the, the multi, like what I love about these movies is apart, they're putting themselves in categories, right? So, so like, and what I'm saying is like the first one, after the first one, I was saying, man, this may be the greatest origin story, comic book movie, I mean, <laughs> comic book movie ever. Like, so that's separate from it being now a duo and doing a trilogy, right? Like it, by itself, that first movie by itself is like, yo, that might be the greatest origin movie suit movie I've ever seen. Like, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. um, and then like now I'm finding myself like taking that movie and ranking it with all of all the comic. We got a, a lot of comic book stuff now, right? Comic book movies now. But I was telling um, Randy the other day, I'm like, man, I might have I might have Endgame over that. Maybe not. But now I'm like with the second <laughs> one, I'm like, oh, the second one might be the second one is actually fighting in game to me now. Like these are yeah. those are two of my favorite comic book movies ever. Like, period. I mean not not in game, but Infinity War. Infinity War and then and then this movie. It's like, oh, these might be my top two ever. So they're like they're putting themselves in categories outside of just being together, right? And then we have this third movie coming where it's like, oh now it can put itself as maybe one of the best trilogies ever, definitely the best comic book trilogy ever, but as trilogies period ever, which is insane by itself. Right. It's crazy. Let's take a break. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, when y'all was watching Across the Spider-Verse, Eric, pay attention. <laughs> who got the feeling? Who was, who who was feeling watching Across the Spider-Verse like they was watching Uncut Gems? Uh, <laughs> I had to do it. It's so stupid. Yeah. It's some silly people out here, y'all. It's so and stupid. We are, don't mention this person's name. People just... I don't know uh, what the... Clout, clout is the new drug. It's so stupid. Clout is the drug on social media. I don't know... People be trolling. People are really genuine about these stupid takes. They are objectively stupid, like Nick, who's not on 
right now. Um, it was talking about Twitter. He said there's good takes, bad takes, and there's an exclusive corner of Twitter where there are just idiotic takes. <laughs> That's a fact. And people just attention. Whores. Attention is a drug. It plays in the cloud. It, it's crazy. I'm like, yeah, people wake up and choose violence. Like, I know how to rattle people cages. I'm going to say that I didn't like um, the new Spider-Verse movie. Because, you know what I mean? And Wait, That's cool, okay. but why? Exactly. And then, okay, I'll, 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 I'll bite. Uh, tell me why. And you can tell he's be trolling. I just and, didn't uh, the, like it. The followers following and... um. The followers following and people following you, it'd be like zero, zero, and <laughs> they'd be following 2,000 people. <laughs> they'd be like zero posts, zero following, and following, like, come on, this can't be any more obvious. I just, yeah, people are, so what Randy is talking about, I don't know if Merrick and um, I think Sean, you know, but it's, it's one person in particular, just like every week, she says something just so she was comparing for no apparent reason. First of all, she didn't watch the first Spider-Verse movie. Then she makes this... Disqualified. <laughs> exactly. <Bad>. Disqualified. <laughs> I, I, didn't see the, this... I didn't see the first one. I'm not an invested fan. I just wanted yeah. to be included. And yeah, I didn't... And she made this comparison to un- Uncut Gems to the new Spider-Verse movies. And I didn't feel the type of tension I felt in Uncut Gems. Where did... She... Where did this come from? That makes no sense. Yeah. Like, come on, man. You... Bruh, uncut. <laughs> you know, I just... Listen to me. Uncut this is why, this is, why, is amazing. This is why it blows my mind. This is why it blows my mind, though. It's blowing my mind for this reason. Because I watched the last 25 minutes of this movie, and I literally was like, I couldn't close my mouth. Like, I was stand, sitting there like, yeah. what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> happening right now like, like what oh are yeah we talking about uncut gems is amazing across the spider-verse is amazing but this isn't even an apples and oranges comparison nah. it's 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 apples yeah. and ninja stars they're not even like, um, in the same land <laughs> right it's samuel jackson it ain't, it ain't the same ballpark it ain't even the same fucking sport you know what i mean <laughs> right. like eric said like like in the thing is that person never seen the first one okay why am I gonna watch a, a a part two of a of a of a series of shows or like that's like me saying I'd never seen Stranger Things, but I'm starting with season two. You know what I'm saying? Let me start in season three. Like, yeah, like watch the yeah. first one to see if you have even any interest to watch this. And if you say you're a critic, that's what you do. You do the right thing. You watch the first. Do one. the work. If, yeah. Do the work. I mean. <laughs> It's it, I, it just yeah it made no sense. Oh bro, yeah. there's gonna be it so many no there's gonna be so many takes on the Flash Merrick. that haven't seen the D, anything else in the DC universe. Yeah, but Merrick reminded me of something. I wanted to get this out there. I, I mentioned it in my letterbox review. Uh, reason why my jaw was dropped in the last twenty five minutes. It probably won't happen, just like the Oscars for uh, stunt Oscars. But if um, ever there was, if ever there was an argument for voiceover Oscar. It's Oscar Isaac's oh, performance, phenomenal. especially phenomenal. on top of that train when he's telling, "Like you're the original anomaly," and I would yeah. like to see the footage of Oscar performing that. I'm like, that. he was going in. I was about to crack. He was, 
He was he was he was laying it on now. Hey, like, bro. Man, hey, like Peter Peter B. Parker hey. killed him though. He said, he said, "Why are you the only one of us that isn't funny?" Yeah. <laughs> and that's but the man, thing is like, talk about emotion. That scene right there on the train. Mm-hmm. Look but, at all the types of emotions. You got, you know, Oscar Isaac tailing Miles Morales. You know, Miles Morales. It's your fault that the other Peter Parker or rigid Spider-Man died because mm-hmm. if you didn't distract him, he would have had time and everything would have been okay. Be- because you distracted him, yeah. he's dead. <laughs> then he's saying that the spider wasn't even supposed to bite him, so you're be- basically a nobody. Now, as Miles, you're getting told all this, but then you go to find out that Peter B. Parker and Gwen knew about this and kept it from you. It's you being torn as in the audience as an audience person, uh, in, you know, watching. You feel bad for Gwen because you you know why she was doing it, and Peter B. Parker, you know why they were doing that to protect him. But you also feel bad for Miles, as a kid, being told you're nothing. You weren't supposed mm-hmm. to be. It's your, you're nothing, and it's your fault that Spider-Man died in your world, and. Mm-hmm. You got emotions. I feel bad for this one, but yeah, you're also mad at them for not telling him. But I thought there was, it's all this mixed feelings, but then you feel bad for Miguel because he's trying to do the right thing to protect everything. It's just the scene itself is phenomenal. Yo, but check it out. Check it out. It's not Miles' fault that that spider ended up in that universe. Kingpin was doing his dirt. You know what I mean? Miles was just trying to do his tagging, kicking it with his uncle, just being a kid. And kids are curious. He ended up in a situation where Chris Pine, Spider-Man, was, had, you know, dominoes fall. <laughs> Shit happens. Yeah. But, like, I saw I saw a reactionary video that, who, I don't remember, I don't know who was making the video or whatever, but he was like, Miles is everything Miguel's not. Mm-hmm. Miguel was an anomaly trying to live in a world he didn't belong in and it incurred it incursioned or whatever the fuck. But Miles was was living as an anomaly, as an incursion in a world where he wasn't supposed to be Spider-Man and everything was cool as a fan. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh, man, two opposites. It's so many takes and it's like no wrongs yeah. and like But I but I think that I think that um there's there's a, a element of fate attached to it, so yeah. because Miguel is telling Miles you were never supposed to become Spider-Man, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. right? But what we as the audience know, what we learned at the end of the movie was that Spider was going to bite a uh, Miles Morales no matter what. Yeah. It just all depended on which Miles Morales was going to get bit, right? Right. Which, which means that he. He was meant to be Spider-Man. Miles Morales so was pr- supposed Prowler to be Miles was supposed Miles to be Morales. Spider-Man. Yeah, like, right. But, it, but, it, but like, because of the like the glitching and all that things of the spider, it turned out that that Miles get bit, which means it was fate for him to become Spider-Man. And I think that's what's going to play out in this third movie that we're going to understand. It's like, no, it was meant to be, right? And, yo, and like, um, how? But I, and, I, and that's, a, that's dope. The other thing too with this with this movie is that I liked how um how they tricked us with the whole 
him being bit by a 42 spider, right? Yes. That's where and I was going to go. He gets in the machine. When he gets in the machine, we're thinking he's going to go home, but he ends up going to the 42 universe. Yes. I like that they tricked us with that, but I like that they also tricked the characters with that. And what yeah. I'm saying is, like... Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they, they went to the other one thinking he'd be there. His home. They right. chased him to home where they think his... You know where yeah, he was Miguel, going. Miguel, Jessica Drew, they all Ben Riley. They the wrong place because they're yeah. not in 42. So I like that they didn't just trick us as the audience, but we got we kind of were in the movie in that moment. But like, you know, that's and, and that's and that's the, one of the points I was going to make later on is that we were so enthralled in this movie, and it sucked you in that when you saw like when it read, okay, he goes to World 42. I didn't catch that. I'm thinking he's just going to go home, not mm-hmm. realizing this spy, and they're telling you. This spider is not from your world. This is not from your timeline. That's it's a different one. The foreshadowing so was so that. great. It was so good. And by the way, Eric, that is homage mm-hmm. and honor to uh, Jackie Robinson. They did say right. that 42. That's what no, they did. No, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn. <laughs> they tricked us. They The fact that they tricked us was great. No, but like the, that's the, the, they tricked the characters in the movie. The character interaction. We think Miles mm-hmm. is talking to his mom, and we think Gwen is outside yeah. that window. And then yeah. the, the editing, Great and then filmmaking. like at, all that's, at the same time, like the whole, we all our minds are blown when we like. No, he went to the original universe of the Spider. Oh yeah. fuck! Mm-hmm. There's no Spider Man the in this universe. The confusion when, and there's still hope when when she's like he's telling her she's. His mom's like, who? And we just think, oh, yeah. his mom is just... And, 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 then and, we then, think, and then we think Gwen is about to tell his parents about being Spider-Man. Yes. But like Eric, like you said, great storytelling. Mm-hmm. We didn't even... If you... Like, I've watched videos on it. The color palettes from the two worlds are so different. They're different, World yeah. 42 is darker. Way darker. There is no superhero. There is no Spider-Man. It's way darker than his world when Gwen is talking to his mom and dad. But we're so sucked into... Because the story's so great. We're not even pick. I wasn't even picking that. I'm like, oh, it's just nighttime. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's my thought process. Not thinking yeah. that or realizing that this world is darker. This color yeah. pattern is li- slightly lighter, and it's just, it's just, it's, it's the like, movie's phenomenal. When we see, yeah. you know, when his uncle, when his uncle says, when his uncle says, <laughs> "I'm not the prowler," I was like, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. But but he had like he had the glove and he had the gear on and shit. So it was like the the misdirection was money. Yeah, they know what they were doing. Yep. And when when <laughs> yeah. like we knew like Aaron's alive, so we knew Miles' dad wasn't. But you still see the yeah. mural on the side of the building, like right. Aaron, like from the beginning and shit. It still hurt. And it's all it's also one uh, right before the re- big reveal when he was trying to explain it to who he thought was his mother. And he's like, only her dad was here. He can explain it. And then you see she has a reaction, but we don't know why. Yeah. The reaction oh, yeah, was yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. She's like, oh. Yeah. But the, the editing, though, because like, oh. his, his dad yeah. is coming up the stairs in, in the other universe. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, oh, bro. They played it off well. Yes. Man. They played it off. Yeah. I, um, the, you know, the, their ability to just um, put that story together that way, and then all of it go back to Gwen, right? It all goes back to Gwen. I'm gonna save. I'm gonna bring him home, and then she goes and she puts together this super team, mm-hmm. and it's like, and, and and that and that's the other thing I want to say. I don't know nothing about this lady y'all was talking about, right? But her saying, "Oh, it didn't give me the feel of of 
such and such movie or if they didn't give me that that feel it's impossible for her to get that not understanding exactly the 42 spider from spider-man from the first one biting Mm -hmm. him and that it was from a without understanding the context of what happened in the first movie and why he would have went to a different it's she is she had to have been as us knowing what was going on was confused as hell right to not know anything she had to be complete. It's no wonder she had no. She wasn't. A, she didn't have no attachment to the movie in order yeah, to yeah. even make a critique. But Mary, you know trust saying? us. Um, from seeing the stuff, this person she could have saw the first movie ten times. She probably still would have said that dumb shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh for sure. Yeah. Trust Will. Oh, 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 we did. But you're right. You're right when we're talking about an average, you know, actual reasonable right. film right. goer. But yeah, everything and, you said. And, and the crazy thing about it is, this movie's so good. We ain't even talking about the main antagonist. Like, in a sense, it's the spot. He's supposed to be the villain. And we're not even touching on him yet. The spot was it's, great. It, it's I I didn't have the spot as the villain of this movie. Like, I, I had it as Miguel, I, I had it as Miguel I, yeah. in a sense. But, the, yeah, right. like, me and Mary talked about that, like, right after I got out the theater. The spot was the primary villain. Spider-Man 2099 was the primary antagonist. antagonist there you yeah. go. Yeah, that's a great yeah. way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> And the funny thing is, I want to know his story, too, because there's that scene where, like, you know, they're telling his story here and there, and you see, like, just a little silhouette of him going to bite somebody, and he looks like he looks like a vampire. So, I'm like, I want to know where, where his origin is. Right. Like, how did that happen? Yeah. The, the, the Spider-Verse did some retconning from the last movie, and, and the Fast Saga needs to take notes. Because you know how to do right the time. spot, yeah, the spot was supposedly in the science labs and and present yeah. when the super collider blew up, and that's how the spot was created and all that shit. And Jason Schwartzman killing it, yeah, yeah. gets stronger <laughs> in every scene, every time he devours a yeah. new world and shit. He's gonna be a problem, yeah, because obviously problem. he's gonna be Bro, the main. Got, it kept like, every time he was on, it got darker and darker and darker. And, yeah, he's not even in like the last half hour. No, because I don't because he really wasn't the villain of the. Mo- I I had a question for the crew though. Is he the villain of the next movie? That he's got. I think they just they just yeah. setting him up. They still yeah. got to stop. Will he be? But but no, that's my question. Is he the villain of the next movie, particularly right? Or will the next movie be more about? You know the storyline that we have going on with the uh, with the Spider Verse and those guys and whatever, and then there's a fourth movie that will be about him. You get what I'm saying? Lord like, Miller already. Like Lord Miller kind of came out and already said that three is it. Yeah, they're gonna wrap it up. Oh, they only doing yeah. three? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. See, I didn't know. So. That. And see, that's my yeah. fear that Sony is gonna be like, well, we want more, and they're gonna do other spinoffs and shit without Lord Miller. And they're gonna be trash. Yeah, yeah they better not. Because <laughs> I mean, look at Venom, yeah. look at Morbius, look at uh, Let There Be Carnage. The motherfuckers are watchable, but they are not good. Nah, man. <laughs> but I, I'm not. But with that said, if they if they did like a, a Miles Morales Miles Morales trilogy, closed it, I wouldn't be mad at like a Gwen like a See, Gwen. That I don't know trilogy. if it was Letterbox. I don't know if I was rambling on YouTube. I don't know if I was talking to one of y'all. But every Spider-Man does their intro, and they be like, well, ever since this t- time frame, I've been this Spider-Man. Within this time right, yeah. frame, we could get other Spider-movies. You know what I'm saying? 
Right. But it just depends on the brain trust involved, whether they're going to be good or not. Mm-hmm. Morales is, is I, I just hope see like for 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 three for this third movie that uh, technically you know we know the story's already done they've already looped this we already know it's for in order for them to have part two they know what they what their the story is right but yeah. this third movie has so much pressure from the first two being so incredible and it has so much storyline left for there to only be just this movie left. There's no way so they it's fumbled. Like, it's like, man, they got to get out. It's not one of those things where they did too much. I hope they did. I, I think it's going to be great, man. I think I think they're going to deliver. I, I have no reason to believe otherwise right now. But with the spot still out there and then with this whole drama with the Spider-Verse, I'm eager to see like how they close this out. We also got to give a shout out to Danny Kalu playing Spider Punk, man. That, oh yeah, yeah. One of the fun, <laughs> funnest characters I've seen out there, man. And so establishment, I like it. I yeah. think that um, I think that I think that um, the Prowler, the Prowler Miles Morales is going to have to help the other Miles Morales in the in the in the fourth movie. I mean, in the third movie. Oh, I, I don't know why they got two Miles Morales out here looking like the Boondocks though. Hey man. <laughs> hey man, that man, that man lost his pops, bro. He, you know, he, you know, he ain't the same. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? And his dad is, I mean, his uncle was evil, so he's gonna be, he's gonna see, it's because he can either Miles Morales can either go two ways, right? He can either become more like his dad or more like his uncle, right? The Prowler version of him lost his dad, so he follows his uncle more, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I think that, I think that they're. The, the misdirection of like Prowler, Miles Morales having a problem with our Miles Morales is a good thing to leave as a cliffhanger. But I think going into the next movie, that show daddy, bro, that's not mine. It's good. It's gonna be a relationship building thing where he's gonna help him because you know what I mean. He lost his dad, so he ain't gonna want that to happen to that. The first version. hour of but the, the third movie is crazy. The third hour, oh, yeah. the first hour of the third movie is gonna be Gwen and the crew trying to figure out where he's at. I don't know, man. I think the first, I first, I think the first at least 25, 30 minutes is going to be Fowler Miles versus the other Miles. Not fighting, but just figuring out. You know what I'm saying? I just hope they nail the landing. Like, if they could nail the landing how they did with this. Usually a sequel is, of a trilogy is just that. It's the second movie. Sometimes it's, you know, it's rare that it's better than the original. But, it's usually just that it, it's a good movie, but you know, it's a good movie, but it's supposed to connect to what the final result is going to be. This, the way it, the way they ended it, like at my movie theater, people were gasping, like Merritt said, is that it? No, that can't be <laughs> it. How long, like I had my niece and nephew and they brought friends and they were like, when does the next one come out? <laughs> like, And they were like, you got to wait a year. They're like, what? And that's the thing is like, that movie needs to come out like today. That Hell third yeah. one needs to come out today. But my 11 year old. Sh- my 11 year old. to show you though. Was yeah. legit like, no, I could sit through the second part right now. Like, yeah. Watch over a movie and she was okay sitting. That's how good it was. And she was willing to sit through another one right then and there. Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the thing is, is if they nailed this, the second one, how it ended, on the cliffhanger, but also wanting you wanting more. I just pray that they nail this trilogy at the end. That it ends up the right way. Now, so do I. So do I. I mean, watching the first one, like you said, thinking this might be the best. Not you know, not 
just comic book movie, but like Spider-Man movie ever to this one? Yeah. If, if the, and it's and they're, they're trending upwards. So. Yeah. Yep. And it's funny in all of this, um, because of what he did, it's somebody mentioned on Twitter, like, uh, yeah, Miles gave us the first um, depression-free Spider-Man because he saved, because um, of the, the Indian Spider-Man has no, <laughs> is happy. Like, because of who was it that was supposed to die um, that Miles interfered? It was the um, the captain. Right. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it was like uh, I, they they combined something with Manhattan. I can't remember what the universe was called. Moonbatten, Moonbatten, something, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And but yeah, they, um, the cop that was the closest that they, to that Spider Man got saved. Yeah, and the fact that they that they you know Glenn's father quit, so he he didn't become captain, so he doesn't die. That yep. should like, <laughs> mess up another cannon or whatever, right? Yeah, and that, and that, and honestly, we've had Gwen and a couple, you know, a couple. We've seen Gwen a couple times in the animated cartoons, and in the movie, the you know, the live action movie. And this is the first time that we'll see Gwen where her father doesn't die, right? Yeah, yeah. Like this will be the very Ooh. first time that we don't. That, he didn't in die in Spider Man Three. Oh, sh- I forgot he was in Spider Man. Right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Right. <laughs> oh man I forgot that he yeah he didn't die in Spider-Man but I mean right. like Gwen Stacy of... was kind of like a ma- major supporting character but her dad wasn't that presented in the original Spider-Man 3 right yeah 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 but in that major Spider-Man series yeah he was heavy in that but then like what he was trying to tell Peter ended up happening tell your sister yeah, Gwen died in Amazing Spider-Man Two because he Bruh, didn't leave alone. Yo, at all of Spider-Man though, if we've in all of Spider-Man, that that moment is still the moment that got me the most, man. I'll never forget being at the movie and, and that happening. I would love oh Haley Steinfeld is a live-action Gwen Stacy, but I yes. also kind of want Emma Stone back in a, in a Spider-Gwen movie. Rush, <laughs> bro, like. Yo, when that happened, go wrong with either hit, one, right? When her head hit that floor, man, I was right. like, Ooh. "Oh!" And like the like, I was like, "Oh, that's insane! That was crazy." And what sucks about that heat, um, especially when footage becomes lost or so, there's stills in that scene. Um, Garfield Spider Man was supposed to go. After um, Gwen died and pummeled the hell out of the Green Goblin, and the scene is filmed, uh, I'll send y'all there stills of it. But it was supposedly cut because they said it was so violent that it, it definitely gave the movie an R rating. Bro, I would have loved to see. Yeah, that, that would have made Same. it better. Same. But it, it, it's, it's it exists, and and it's crazy because that movie, Amazing Spider-Man Two, they shot so much footage. They deleted a scene where his father actually came back and he talked to him at the graveyard. I was thinking that watching it a couple weeks ago, like, am I about to, like, his Peter's parents are really alive, aren't they? Yeah, and well, and whatever version of the movie that was supposed to be. And even when Jamie Foxx is Electro, there was a little subplot with him and his mother. She was totally deleted from the theatrical um, version of the movie. And she gave him a birthday cake and 
the birthday cake. We see the birthday cake in a movie, and because um, it was it was the color of the original um, mm. Electro. It was green and white. Y'all remember that? Mm. Yeah, 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 the old one. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's so much footage that they deleted from that Amazing Spider-Man two, and it, it was still convoluted at the the end of the day yeah. in the theatrical version, which is crazy. That's, I like the Amazing Spider-Man movies, man. I do. I, I, I like them. Man. Sony is so desperate to have a shared universe, bro. They have a fucking. Yeah. They have a shared universe that isn't sharing anything right now. Full of Spider-Man villains with no <laughs> Spider-Man. You said it isn't sharing. <laughs> it's not, cause yeah, no. Nah. You got two Venom movies in Morbius, and now Michael Keaton is in this universe. My fucking for what? Are we yeah. about to see Craven the Hunter? Like, is Craven the Hunter going to connect to anything in October? Is Mad- Madam yeah. Web has to, literally has to, be the interconnecting. But it, like, I, yeah. I'm hearing it takes place in the early 2000s. And that Peter's, Spider Man's mom, like, Sydney Sweeney might be like Spider Woman or something. It already sounds <clears throat> like a mess. I would yeah, say this. Is. If Craven the Hunter. Is Morbius like, even if it's a tad better than Morbius? Why you say Morbius like that? <laughs> it's, it's it's not gonna be good. Yeah, it's not it's... gonna be good for this universe they're trying to create. My only hope is that it's rated R and like they like don't hold back on how he be fucking shit up. And it still trips me out. Yeah, like why, why is Aaron Taylor Johnson playing Craven? Yeah, they'll mess it up. <laughs> for sure. It's just a shame. They should just Man, make that... everything. Man. I honestly thought, like, and I know, like, we, we, we're tired of seeing the same actors being recycled for different roles. But I think Craven should have been Jason Momoa. That's Craven to me. If mm-hmm. by Jason Momoa you mean Gerard Butler, I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I never even thought of that. Gerard Butler would have been a pretty good run right there. I missed my calling as a casting director. Yeah, Gerard Butler would have been pretty good. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a lot. But, yeah, people for, I don't know if, if y'all forget, y'all know what happened to Andrew Garfield, right? Uh, why there wasn't an Amazing Spider-Man 3? I forgot. I, I know it was something, but I forgot. Because Disney and Sony cooked up a deal and fucked him over even, and even, cast Tom even Holland. Before that, even before that, something happened to him. Um, Officially. He stubbed his toe. Uh, no, he got fired. <laughs> Stop. Oh yeah, I remember he got fired. You, yeah, you, you dropped this. No, no, well, give he me that, did get fired. Give, give me that he cap. Did. No, seriously. Uh, what, he, was it was it for the comments? Was it for comments? Yes. That, to defend. So Emma Stone it's two or things. Like that, right? um, he criticized the script. He yep. um, there was a thing about Emma Stone, and so, I remember that. The last straw, which doesn't get out. You can look it up. It's somewhere out there. He was invited to a um, uh, a fundraiser slash party for Sony. And he no showed it. Yeah, he didn't go. Good man. Yeah, and they fired him. There's like, interviews out there. There's interviews out there. Yeah. where he's talking about like, yeah. What happened with yeah, Emma Stone? No. Well, they were dating at the time. Yeah. yeah, they were dating, and he just thought I don't know if, I, if it's correct. It's been a while, but he thought that her story should have continued. They shouldn't have killed her off. Um, that type of thing, and he kind of criticized yeah. them about that. Well, the first straw of that was. I think they started dating during the film because the I remember one. there was there was something about how they were telling them that they can't date or something like they can't yeah. do it. They, they didn't want it to be anyway. public, yeah. Right, and they and they, they did it anyway. 
Right. Which, so hell was, with them. Yeah. Tell them dictating what people do with their personal lives. But, exactly. Hey. But that's yeah. only gonna, but, but for, for fans, that's only going to make them want to see it more, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If they're dating, they must real? have good chemistry. Right. But, uh, Shit. Hey. Sitting, um, uh, MJ and Peter Parker and the MCU are dating for real. They're together for real. So I'm saying that's that that, that Spider Man No Way Home money talks, bro. Andrew yeah. Garfield jumped at that shit. But speaking of Andrew Garfield, I wanted to ask y'all about this. Um, what's my man, Shamik Moore? Yeah. Who yeah. plays the voice? Um, wow. It's just a little, it's not a controversy, but it was a little thing. He made comments about because um, the word got out that Sony might be planning a live action Spider Verse movie. And of course, he's gonna campaign to play the live action Miles Morales. But he's like, 30. and then okay, so he's twenty eight. So a lot of um, people on there are like, no, nah, no, nah, you shouldn't do it. You get it, okay. Both sides, I can understand, but the the age thing shouldn't be an argument because Garfield was twenty seven when he first played Spider Man. But on screen, but I, he I was seventeen. No, but exactly. No, the real age didn't matter. Well, yeah, Toby was like thirty-five, wasn't he? <laughs> he thought he was twenty-six. The first but movie. I do think I think physique does matter, though. And um, oh yeah, Shemit of course. Moore, is that his name? Shamit Moore. Yeah, his physique. Because I seen him play um, the chef on the Wu, on the Wu series, right? Mm-hmm. And he was in something else. Dope. He doesn't right. give. He doesn't give the physique. Not, and I'm not saying he's not yeah. in shape, but like you, the, the way Miles Morales and Peter Parker body wise should look. Like they're more of a yeah. skinny physique. They're not. They don't really have a. You know, he has a natural. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, he's yes. Bulk to yeah. his chest. You got to be a little more slim to be Spider Man. Like, right. you know what I mean? And it's more of like a taller, skinnier figure. You know what I mean? He don't have the physique to be that character. They need yeah. somebody young. They got to get somebody likely, young. To yeah. I just, I don't, be a new actor. I don't need my Miles looking older than Tom Holland. <laughs> I mean, I think, and it ain't I think he can case. look young enough. Yeah. I think he can helping. look young enough. He just not, there's no way he's going to get the body. Like, his body is never going to be slim and tall. It's not going to happen. You know no. what I'm saying? It'll be different if we were talking like Miles was in college and they were trying yeah. to do one now. That's a little different. Mm-hmm. You know, you. You start filling out more and all that, yeah. Because he's 15, 16. Yeah. yeah. No, see, see, because I think they see like with Batman, they were always able to do that. They was always able to be like, he's bigger, he's you know more bulkier or whatever. As he got older, they were always able to do that. It's just because of the kind of hero Spider-Man is. It's no way to have a bulk, a buff. Like he can't, Mountain Rocks can't be that. He just can't. <laughs> and you know what I mean? That guy's yeah. size is never gonna be. You gotta get. You got to get a tall, slender, young, like, young face. You know what I'm saying? That's the yeah. only way. It'd be a new actor. But the yeah. thing is this, though, is what sucks, too, is when you hear that voice, you automatically associate it with Miles Morales. It's a unique voice he has. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That's, I that's think now. Killer. I think now, but what didn't, I, didn't the game come out before the first movie? Or did the Miles Morales game come out after the first? They game? came out after the Miles after. Morales Spider Man. Yeah. Did he voice that Miles Morales? No, right? No. So I think I, that, that's I that's think... why that game sucked. <laughs> did it? I nah, they man, it did. It didn't. It was a good game. I'm just saying. The Spider Man games were loved. Yeah, no, nah, they were good. I think I think 
I think it is a distinct voice because of what we know from the movies. But I think that if you do live action, you get a young enough kid. He has an like. I I feel like it don't. It wouldn't matter that much. Totally different. You know what I mean? We got got anything else we want to touch on? Uh, I don't know how much time we got. Yo, how they have Glover sitting in that box like that, bro? <laughs> he was a prisoner. <laughs> That's the one thing that that, that 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 was the best Easter egg by far. Donald Glover yeah, as good. the Prowler. They had him sitting in the box, bro. But so it, it feel like we kind of like running on fumes a little bit. So if if we, but we it's not even that, I, man. I just think there's so much out there. It, like I gotta watch the movie again. I definitely like, want to watch so it again. Out, out there that we like. You're not catching everything. You're not catching everything. Bro, as soon as the first, as soon as the movie came on, like, the, like after the Gwen scene or whatever, but as soon as the movie came on and that hip-hop beat hit, I saw, yeah, this movie about to be incredible. Mm-hmm. That's another <laughs> thing. The music, the music they use plays its own character in this. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they do that so well. But no, yes. we killed everything, man. Yeah, right. So how much time do we have, Randy? <laughs> I mean, we can kick it, but I just remembered I got to go pick up my mama from work. <laughs> I was going to say, if, if we done, I'm a rap. Now, we can chop it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to be back. I'm going to wrap up this episode. It's Rec League Podcast. Ayo, ayo, I'm living life, baby. This shit's a movie. I'm suited like Mr. Fuji, eating beats like it's some sushi. I look at you other rappers and I just see coochie. Shoot your shot at high noon. When I flow, they forecast a typhoon. You see the moves I make, bitter that you aren't the man. But you still not trying to launch a complaint with Star Command. Won't stop till my posse pockets getting Ted DiBiase profits. Hating others for who they are is something I could not see stop it. My taste don't exceed my tax bracket. If I wanted, I could probably cop it. Look in the mirror when you talking to me, bitch. If your lips getting sloppy, watch it. You take the bait, man, and maybe I'm cleaning money in Missouri. Nobody even checking for you. Why the fuck you in such a hurry? You got your bag and content with what you do. If you take offense to my pockets, that just say more about you. And chill until the next episode.